I'm pretty excited. I'm sitting here with Caleb Taylor and, and Coach Borton, special guest. Woo! So yeah, talk about the things that you can do as a high school angler to set yourself apart and what you look for. You got to be an overcomer. You can't use excuses of "I don't have this," "I don't have that." I got attention to detail. All right, guys, welcome back, part four of the How to Fish in College Vision Series. Caleb Taylor, Nick Marsh, and today we're going to talk about what sets college anglers apart who who get scholarships and who are successful and what we really think you need to, to be a college angler. And yeah. later on in this episode, we're going to have a great, great interview with head coach of Adrian College, Seth Borden. He was our head coach, and he's going to come on, and we're just going to talk about what he looks for in recruits and, you know, who, and who gets the scholarships. So we'll play that interview with him, and this is from a couple months ago when he sat down with us in the studio and just talked – Top college fishing. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Really, awesome. really listen close. Take take yeah. some notes because yeah, this is the golden stuff. This yeah. this is the stuff that you guys want to know. This is the stuff. If I wanted to go play college basketball, I want to know what you know. Yep. Mike Shishevsky looks for at Duke. If I want to go play Duke, well, if you want to go, you to, Adrian go to Adrian College or a scholarship program. for a scholarship or yep. or any other big scholarship program, this is. This is what the top coaches are looking for. Yeah. So, I mean, go, go listen to it two, three times back. Yep. You're going to pick attention. up on stuff. Pay attention, guys. Here we go. I'm pretty excited. I'm sitting here with Caleb Taylor and, and Coach Borton, special guest. Woo! Yeah. Head of the uh, Adrian College Bass team, as many of you know. Um, and uh, he's got some he's got some stuff that he's going to let you guys know about and kind of how he, he recruits guys and what he looks for and, and really the whole process and him uh, bringing guys on board. So. Yeah, guys, this this episode you need to listen to this whole episode and you probably need to go back and listen to it 10 times. And for parents, um, there's going to be so much value in here that only coach Borden, the head of a fully funded program team can bring. And I know so many of you want to fish for a fully funded program. Um, and we have the guy right here and we fish for him and he's just going to add to the value we're bringing you here uh, on these podcast series. And, and here's the thing, guys, if you're listening to this right now, it's free. All right. Free. You don't have to pay a dime for this information. And that's kind of the whole goal here. We want you guys to have this information. It's stuff you guys need to know. And uh, we, you know, that's the whole deal. It just, we need, we feel that it should be out there and that, uh, you know, you guys need to hear it. So, yeah. So without more chatter, <laughs> let's, uh, let's welcome Coach Borton to the show. Coach, how are you today? And just kind of fill us in on where Coach Borton's at right now. You just, your team just came off a big win down at the Southern Tour. Uh, event on Pickwick, uh, Nick and, and Gerard uh, right. won that tournament. How about Kentucky Lake? Kentucky Lake. That? The team is on a roll. I think, what, four major tournaments in a row. Kentucky Lake with Chase and Cody. That's um, right. Jarrett and Zach yep. won at Chautauqua last summer. That's right. Chase and Cody again at Lake Erie. The team's in the top five of Cabela's. I think uh, we're sitting third right third, now. Third, yeah, yeah, third right now. So just kind of fill us in on Coach Borton and maybe give us a little background on how you got to Adrian. Um, and we'll, we'll go from there. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, guys. Well, thanks for having <laughs> me on. You guys are giving me an awful lot of food for thought here. Um, and as you guys roll your eyes from all the previous meetings that we've had where Coach Borton rambles and rambles, now you're asking me to ramble. So um, I'll try to try to consolidate this the best I can. Um, as they, uh, as you guys both mentioned, uh, we've been on quite a roll, and uh, it's been it's been fun in a lot of ways. But um, anytime you're on a, on a roll from my side of the coin, it creates a lot of work in regards to you know making sure that the people you're partnered with and the opportunities that people have given you to partner with them are being shown in their in their full force in regards to our sponsors and just the school and um and so many different things so it creates a lot of different frenzy in a lot of different ways but it's a, a lot of good stuff so um i'm actually just in the process of trying to um, wrap preparation up for um next event down at lake cherokee for the bass eastern tour open event and so 
they kind of caught me in between a couple oh. different things. So good stuff, good stuff. Um, actually, um, as it pertains to vital pieces of information that I believe um, all high schoolers um, you know, need to consider, the easy answer is if you play another sport or if you have a good friend that plays another sport and you've watched how they've become good at that sport, do that. Right. If, I mean, exactly. if you've watched somebody work to be a good football player or a good basketball player, it doesn't just happen. Same thing with, with fishing, and it's a it's a it's such a great area thing where I have discussion after discussion with kids and parents, and they say, well, Johnny loves to fish. Well, let's define what love is. Is love uh, essentially the same as a passion where – you know, you're willing to deal with whatever the circumstances, whatever the issues, you fight through them constantly, whether it's boats breaking down, whether it's gear uh, malfunctioning, whether it's 30-mile-per-hour wind, whether it's 20 degrees. Um, what type of competitor are you? Um, obviously, in other sports, the conditions remain the same. you got a 10-foot hoop. you got a 120-yard field, whatever. Right. You know, those things are, are what they are. Everybody plays, uh, you know, on the same uh, on the same platform. But, you know, there's so many different intangibles uh, when it comes to this sport that – just don't cross most of uh, parents and even kids' uh, minds when they go to get into this sport. And so, you know, I don't want to get too bogged down with the details. Like they said, you know, it doesn't take a ton of stuff to get involved, um, but you do have to have a passion that supersedes most other people or you're just not going to cut it when it comes to the competitive side of the sport. I mean, it is a competitive deal, um, especially as it comes to our resources, our team, um, and, uh, you know, making sure our sponsors deserve the best guys in the best positions to be successful Absolutely. because yep. it, that's what it boils down to. And if it, if it wasn't a competitive thing, then I think it loses some of its zeal. I mean, sure. you that's part of, you know, wanting to be at an Adrian or some of the other funded schools because, listen, it's competitive. Like, you've got to earn your right to represent us. And I think, you know, our, our success is a, a classic example. Like, uh, you just – not everybody has the skill set um, to deal with the mental ups and downs – um, the stuff that it takes from, you know, just the instinctiveness of, uh, and, and the experience of being, uh, on different bodies of water across the country, faced with different water clarity, different current wind, um, bait selection, all those things. If you don't have that history and experience, there's just absolutely no chance for you to go around the country and compete. But again, that's kind of the, that's kind of the boggy down stuff. Um, uh, the stuff that's lighter and easier to understand in my opinion is, you have to you have to learn you have to have a passion that supersedes other people and you have to have separating factors and those factors are how much time right. are you going to spend being right. involved and, and and how much time are you going to spend being involved and then go into a little bit maybe one of those factors that I've kind of noticed being at Adrian and from the guys who are successful and the guys that you bring in talk a little bit about number 1 you've mentioned it a little bit mental toughness i think that's you know that's kind of the, encapsulates what you've gone over but talk a little bit about high schoolers who are coming in or who want to be here and talk a little bit about the humility it takes to be on a team like this because I think that gets overlooked so much coming out of high school with big accolades uh, or no accolades it doesn't yeah. matter when you come in without that humble and hum the humility to learn and like you said the hunger, hunger. to yeah. learn that okay I'm at the bottom of the totem pole now I got to do whatever it takes to get on the water first of all to get here I, I think that's what it takes but once you're here um, just just kind of harp on that a little bit and what you like to see out of guys as far as humility and, and doing the little things you talk about attention to detail. I think we've heard that how many oh times? Oh, gosh. Attention I, to a lot of times. But, but it's true. You know? Yeah, it is. It's very true. And it's like you said, you know, I think that some guys come out of high school and, uh, you know, don't get me wrong, there's some great high school anglers out there. I mean, some some really, really, really good sticks. But, you know, you can't come into college thinking that, you know, it's it's going to be the same as high school and you're going to sit there and run the show. And, the, and you know, you've got to come in humble and hungry and ready to learn and, and, and ask questions. So, Coach, why don't you uh, go on? So the hard the hard part again is that you know as the as the 
platform or as the number of kids continue to grow, talking to them um, you absolutely uh, you absolutely have to um, look at what am I going to do to separate myself. I mean, the the, the amount of the amount of um, anglers, high school anglers, um, even in the last five years since I've been here, is exploded exponentially. So what was considered good mm-hmm. when you guys came in there's is no probably doubt. now middle of the road mm-hmm. as far there's as the no experience. I, I boated for a high school tournament in Indiana last weekend. There was 170 boats. When I fished it, there was a max of 25 yeah, to 30. Same here. And, I, and I'm not saying I couldn't compete, but, right. man, you yeah. have to do all the little things now. It, it's not just winning because the winning is so much more tougher. Yeah. yeah. And Oh, it's like you said. I mean, when we started, my first year, I mean, shoot, I took second. And there were only, you know, I mean, there were probably 20 or so boats. And then the next year... 25, 30 boats the year after that. There were like 40 boats, and I don't even know where. I mean, there's we've heard numbers of 20,000 high school anglers in the U.S., 25,000 high school anglers. So these tournaments are big now. So, yeah, talk about the things that you can do as a high school angler to set yourself apart and what you look for. Well, number one is um, never, like you guys touched on or alluded to before, you, you, you have to be an overcomer, and uh, you can't worry about, oh, so-and-so's got a boat, so they're going to have they're gonna have the opportunity to learn more. In my opinion, there's three main ways that you can learn. Uh, and two of them don't, all of them don't necessarily involve a boat, but the two um, that you have full control over are all the exploratory and learning stuff, whether it's reading, YouTube, whatever. Um, and then um, the other piece is, you know, experiencing it for yourself. That's important too, but there's there's plenty of ways to separate yourself by how much you're willing to put into, you know, just the research and the understanding of how, why, how who, what, when, where, and why people use or why certain people would use a technique uh at a given body of water. So you have to be able to learn from other people. You have to learn from other people. You have to uh, try and fish with people that are better than you, hands down, because the more you fish with people that are better than you or know more than you, the more you get to learn from them. Um, and then the experiencing it for yourself part uh, and building that um, that confidence in certain techniques, no matter where, it's in a creek, a pond. Uh, uh, if you can get out on the lake with a buddy, great. But my biggest thing is you have to have that grit determination that, you know, you're going to find a way to learn regardless of what tools that you have. And so, you know, like you guys Absolutely. said with the farm ponds and all that stuff, um, there's so many great tournament directors or youth tournament directors in most of the states that are exploding that are that have this information consolidated. So all, all you need to research is youth tournament director in my state. Um, you can get tons of information on FLWBSS about how to get uh, a club involved. Yep. Um, but if you if you can get the name of a youth tournament director, um, and even guys like Nick and Caleb in regards to going out of their way to try and give you guys opportunities uh, to kind of consolidate this information and knowing what stuff that I can actually do. Because they're right, the question is re- just yep. nonstop. And, how and do I get into We're here this? to answer it. That's, that's yep. why we're doing this. And I don't mind answering it again in a, in a DM or email. Right. I, Absolutely. Like, guys, this is here for you. But, okay, so, Coach, we've kind of talked about that grittiness and toughness and the fishing knowledge aspect. Talk a little bit, just to humor me, about the intangibles apart from fishing. When you come to Adrian College, you're rolling around in – Sixty-five, seventy-five thousand dollars rigs. Mm-hmm. You're That's representing right. a school, and not only that, you're here to get an education. So, talk a little about about the responsibility level you have to have, the educational piece. You know, when you're recruiting someone, you know, because it's it's yeah. you're coming to a school. If you can't keep your GPA up and right. you think you're just going to fish, it doesn't fish. happen here no. at Adrian College. You, Believe me, yep, it you, does not happen. So, we've had guys experience that ourselves on the team that you know they've come to to fish and and they haven't taken care of stuff in the in the classroom, and that's a huge part of it right there is that you're coming to get an education. So. So talk a little bit. I mean, you guys have heard me talk about this till I'm blue in the face, but the reality (laughs) is I got to have kids that are actually more responsible, more respectful, better communicators, um, better students than really any other sport on this campus for these reasons. Like you guys said, Uh, a tournament, a single tournament alone may take a full month 
to execute all the way through all the planning, the preparation, the boat maintenance, uh, the organization to tackle, the research of the lake, uh, the actual execution of the travel to the event, a two or three day sun up to sundown practice, a two or three uh, uh, event or tournament, and then uh, a, you know typically a long drive back home. Oh yeah, that's yeah. regardless of how much experience you have or you come to to a certain school with, you're going to be faced with a grind that you've never seen before, hands down. So, you know, the more the more tournaments that you fish that are outside of your comfort zone, that are extended distances away, uh, the better foundation you're going to have to build off of in regards to what this whole thing looks like. And I'm not just talking about uh, preparation for the actual tournament. I'm talking about academic prepar- preparation. Yep. I'm talking about boat maintenance preparation. Right. Yes. I'm talking about crossing your T's and dotting your I's from the angles you never even dreamed of. I mean, you think about it. We get down to some of these tournaments, and, and we've got a, a paper due at, at midnight. And oh, it's, yeah. it's 9 o'clock, and we just rolled into the hotel, and you're like, man, I, you know, I could have taken care of this before, and now I've got to do it now. I just got, you know, we get off practice, and we get an email from a professor, and they say, hey, listen, we've got this due, and, you know, it needs to be done. Yep. So you got to take care of business down that end, and then, you know, it's there's a lot of unforeseens that happen on the road, too. You know, right. you, you do all this preparation, you get down there, and, I, hey, you blow a tire, or, you know, something happens with, you know, some kind of mechanical failure that was unforeseen. Well, I mean, Nick, you just you blew your tire off the first day of practice down at Pickwick yeah. two weeks ago. Oh, and, we're not yeah. talking just like a pop tire. <laughs> no, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. We're talking no tire. Like, <laughs> yes. And came back to win the tournament. Right. But that's but the, it's not if adversity is going to happen. When. It's when. And is yes. it, are you mentally tough? Have you put yourself in a position to learn about that experience about it? Because like Coach said, there's really no excuse for anything. Like he said, I, I don't have a boat. Well, that doesn't mean you shouldn't know about boat maintenance. Mm-hmm. YouTube, you can go on YouTube and learn about boat, na- boat maintenance. You can go to a boat ramp and say, hey, hey man, can you them. walk me through your... That's right. I'm telling you, there's no excuse to not separate yourself in so many ways because it's there. Every and, person, and if you're not, someone else is. Every person that ever takes you out on the water, you should be in their back pocket watching every single move. And I think, you know... Uh, you know, at the very beginning of the team, um, you know, I had less and I had fewer guys that that had that whole um, that whole piece of the equation. And I still have guys that listen. If you don't know, that hunger has to be there yeah, to learn every you know. piece of this. You know, the launch in the boat, the trailer in yep. the boat, uh, the minor maintenance of. Uh, the electronics yep. and uh, batteries and just all the ins and outs of the boat. Because like you guys said, it's not a matter of if something's going to go wrong, if I'm going to be without this or that. It's when yeah. and how determined am I to fight right. through the good, bad, the ugly of everything that you deal with in this sport. Right. You better be a jack-of-all-trades in this world in general right now. But if you can't do it in this sport, you're yeah. in a world you're, of hurt. You're hurting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Caleb, I, you look back, say, like, when I learned how to back a boat down a trailer, I was 14 years old. I was mm-hmm. fishing a local. I was fishing one of my local club tournaments. And one of the guys was like, hey, you can back a boat down, right? And I'm like, eh. Sure, I don't even have my license. Sure, man, I'll jump in there. So you just got to do it. You got to yeah. go learn. Yeah, you got to learn, and you got to put yourself in a position to learn, and you got to have that hunger. And you know, we're coming at you from a, a place of experience, and obviously, coach is coming at you as a coach. But as a, an angler at Adrian College, um, who made it here, I really this is why we're doing this because take this advice, reverse engineer where you want to get to go. We've been there, we've done it. Coach is there; he's the head coach. Align yourself as closely as you can with the tips we're giving you, and I promise you're going to give yourself a much better chance to get a scholarship and not everyone will don't get me wrong there's only so many spots and it's becoming heavily competitive but these tips are invaluable like this is this is the starting point this is the the base floor if you don't have this anymore you don't you don't really have a prayer to to fish in a program like this because like i said we got to have the best to represent our sponsors and our school with as much as we're having uh, we had done for us here and continue so that's uh that's some awesome information gotta have a passion and hunger i mean if you don't have a passion and hunger for anything you do People, somebody else is going to, and, and everybody, and those people are going to pass you up. Yep. So, I mean, there's really no excuses not to to connect, like you said, with people that have the information at their fingertips. You guys, youth tournament directors, BSS, FLW, whoever, um, you know, 
I've fielded tons and tons of questions, but the reality is, like, watch what other uh, sports yep. do to be successful or athletes in other sports do to be successful and get opportunities in college. You need to be doing the same things. That's going to tournaments. That's being engaged. That's learning. That's fishing at, you know, just like a basketball player would be practicing on his own. You you can cast nonstop at your house, and you can flip, and you can set up all sorts of stuff. You can research like never before with the information that's at our fingertips. And uh, to a certain degree, you can develop confidence in a technique right on your YouTube. So next time you get faced with those conditions, yeah. you can go, ah, oh, I remember. Yeah. You, you haven't even did that. done that before on the lake, but you already know. Yeah. You just, and maybe it might not work for you that day, mm-hmm. you know, at that lake, sure. but you felt confident when you started it. And that's where it has yeah. to start. It has to start with the confidence uh, right out of the gate. Or you don't, if you don't believe in what you're doing, you're never going to be successful when it comes to fishing. Right. So, And how about this, too? You know, a lot of times coach will say, hey, all right, you know, we're going to go out, go out. If we're going out to fish a local lake, Hey, why don't you pick up this rod, this reel, and this lure, and use that for two, three hours, and just go fish it? That's you're going to learn stuff about it. You're going to get sure. confidence in it. I mean, those are the little things. If you're doing stuff like that, that you know, you're going to have more intangibles when you get to college. And yep, and you just got to look ahead. You got to be about the long game. You, you've got to look at where you're going and and not where you are right now. Because some of you are listening and haven't even picked up a rod and reel. Some of you are in high school and your sights for the state championship. But what's your long goal? If you're and that's why we're here. If your long goal is to fish at Adrian College, here's where you got to start looking. Here's where you. Whether or not you win that state championship, it's great. We've, we've, I didn't win a state champion. Or I did, uh, but I didn't win a national championship. Right. I still fish here. There's guys on this team who haven't done that. But what they have is these things that Coach is talking about, and that's what's going to set you apart. I, I remember, you know, I, I boat captain actually for one of the guys, two of the guys that are on the team now. Um, I, I boat captain for one of the high school events. And I'm going to tell you right now, the one the one kid on the boat, he was so hungry and asking so many questions. It, it was great. I was like, man, I felt like it was it was like a miniature me like five years ago because he was, you know, I got in the boat. And he's like, you know, asking every little question about rod, reel, line size, lure color. Why am I throwing this? Why are we going here? What just the things that he needed to ask. And, you know, you look at him now three years later and, and he's 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 a really, really yep. great angler. So and, and so let's talk about how to develop those skills a little bit and that's kind of why we're here we want you guys to come to us parents come to us come to, to coach Borden through here to ask questions about how to do these things you know some tips um, and hopefully we're going to provide you guys with more content on how to develop these uh, the mental toughness the things you need to learn as far as trailer maintenance and boat maintenance uh, we'd love to get into all that and answer all of your questions so please bring those to us yeah. we've got to break it down and, and give you a little bit of the lighter side of coach oh, Borden man. because as a coach he's he's pretty <laughs> light-hearted guy don't get me wrong he'll get on to you but he's he, he'll be friends with you too so uh. Let's just break down this story because I think this has been a thing for the last couple of years. Hey, you guys catch 20 pounds, 21 pounds. I'll jump in. I'll jump, I'll in, jump in the lake. Oh. Okay, it's 55-degree water, Kentucky Lake. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump, jump in. in. So I think I think Coach Borden ended up in the water this hey, year. And this, we might have times. to somehow, you know, I think it's actually on our on our team page, our, uh, our Facebook page. But, uh, yeah, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what happened at, at the Kentucky Lake FLW Open this year, Coach, and well, for, what First went down. and foremost, as I, I played a ton of other sports, uh, no matter what sports I played, uh, some of my best coaches were great motivators. So although it was a little chilly okay, and okay. I could potentially drown after the third <laughs> jump in, um, you know, it's all about motivation. It's all about having fun. I mean, the reality is this is a giant grind. And, you know, I don't think some of you guys um, really fully understood that of what life looks like, what this sport looks like in regards to the ups and downs and, you know, the unbelievable highs and the unbelievable lows and how much – Yes, it's a two, each two-man team, and it's a lot of individual scenarios. But the reality is, like the more the more you can work as a team, as far as helping each other, um, you know, overcome any of the obstacles, any of the home water advantage, um, just double checking each other's equipment and helping each other resolve issues and working through stuff, th- the better you're going to be. Not only uh, you know as it pertains to bass fishing, but in life. I mean, there's so many things that I have to work together with people that I actually am trying to work against, but we're better for 
our efforts together in the long run. And so, man, it's just it's taken a long time to get everybody to understand. Like this is this is as much of a team deal um, in regards to successful competition and travel and maintenance and organization and meals and I mean you got to have guys that are willing to help out because there's just a lot of stress that that this sport entails as you're on the road and. And and coach, he do, you do a great job of motivating us. So let's talk about that story because yeah, well, I, I think, think we, went, we beat around the bush there. Uh, and he was trying the story to avoid is <laughs> we haven't had many twenty pound bags. We've finished high in a lot of tournaments. hadn't had many sure. twenty pound bags. Right, period. And uh, you know the conditions were setting up a little funky uh, on Kentucky Lake this year <laughs> with high water and a lot of different scenarios. And you know we just we'd been on quite a roll, but I felt like this was a chance where that bubble could possibly be burst. Like, hey, we got to we got to up the ante a little bit. We got to throw some other stuff on the line, keep people focused, driven. You know, I said, hey, anybody catches a twenty pound bag, I'm in. I'm oh, jumping in. Exactly. I don't care where it's at. Get your goggles. That's oh, right. well, and wasn't didn't Jarrett say like wasn't it like if if it was under twenty pounds or something, Jarrett was jumping in? Or yeah, actually, I, I think we even set it up a little bit higher. Said twenty one. That's what it was. Yeah, Lake. Oh, wow. yeah well Jarrett, Jarrett jumped in, and he goes, actually, you know what? Twenty one pounds, and uh, if it's not twenty one pounds, and I'll jump in. Well, all yeah, right. So not That's only crazy. did we tackle one twenty pound bag, twenty one. That was twenty five pound bag. Two, then, two uh, of them. I two think Jack three. had twenty three. Yeah, so they're like first and yeah. third. So yeah. So long swimming. story short, I was dreading life for a couple days until we got the right <laughs> scenario. I took a nice dive in once, and then I got myself out. Took a nice <laughs> dive in twice. twice, and got myself out, and then got pushed in the third time <laughs> and almost didn't make it out. Um, uh, I was proud of myself for reading the signs around where I jumped in because it did say no water high voltage area as soon as i finally oh my got myself gosh. to the shore That's so perfect. proud of my ability to figure out Wonderful. that that probably wasn't the best place to jump in but <laughs> perfect well, that, that's just a classic example of Coach Borden right there in the lighter side of Adrian College Bass team. That's right. Um, and so, Coach, just wrap this up. Three tips, your three biggest tips. Keep it short, 30 seconds. <laughs> we, that's all we got. We're getting three kicked out of the studio. Tips. Let's go. Um, <laughs> figure out where your passion is. If your passion's high for the sport, take it and run with it because the opportunities have never been greater. Um, like these guys talked about, number two, um, get in the back pocket of anybody who you know that loves this sport and that has a bunch of experience and learn from them because there's no better place to learn than in the back pocket of somebody who has a passion for this sport and appreciates what it's done for them and wants to share it with somebody else. So do your very best to find somebody, a Caleb Taylor, a Nick Marsh, uh, a tournament director around the country, myself who has a passion for the sport and wants to share it with somebody else. And number three, um, you gotta be an, you got to be an overcomer. You can't use excuses of, I don't have this, I don't have that. If you're willing to put all three of those uh, pieces of the puzzle into play, um, you're going to supersede and you're going to have success at, at uh, the collegiate level, high school level, really any level. Absolutely. Um, you have to, you have to not, not put any of those excuses um, uh, to, to use, and you have to find a way to be an overcomer, hands Absolutely. down. Absolutely. Wow. Awesome. Wow. wow that's, that, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Coach Borton, for joining the show today. Guys, we're going to wrap it up right yep. there for this episode. That's and, pretty uh, awesome. We're, we're going to keep continuing to bring you extreme value yeah. and knowledge just like this for the rest of these podcast segments. We really appreciate you guys listening yeah. to this point. Absolutely. Please keep tuning in. Uh, we're here to answer all your questions. Thank you guys yeah. so much. So it's Nick Marsh, Caleb Taylor, signing off, and uh, we'll see you guys soon here. Thanks a lot for having me on, guys. No problem. Stop on.